Riding Around is an improvised recap of a sitcom that never existed. Enjoy! I'm Kelly Quinn. And I'm Malin Von Euler-Hogan. We met as actors on the hit early 2000s sitcom Riding Around, the first network comedy ever to be filmed entirely on... And around... A bus. And we're still pretty good friends. And now we're doing the official Riding Around fan podcast. Each week, we'll talk about an episode of the show and bring you interviews, fun facts, and behind-the-scenes stories that only two people who were on the bus can tell you. Come ride around with us. We're here. Oh, Oh wow. Hello, everyone. It's great to be back together, working together again. It's been a while. I know. You know, you've said it before, but... Any time in the last couple of years when either of us gets any interest in any work, we ask if the other one could be on a project because we miss working together so much. I have alienated many a showrunner with that request, but I think it's worth <laughs> it. I think it's worth it because working with you was a highlight of my career and I'll do anything to get it back. And, and here we are. We have it back. So during the pandemic, a lot of us took to Netflix, you know, and people started their rewatches, their binges. And I don't know about you, Kel, but I was hearing from fans all the time. I just started writing around again. It totally holds up. I love the all show. All the time. Yeah. They, they really loved it. And they, and they learned to love it again during the pandemic. They did. And even the parts that don't hold up, which we'll, I'm sure we'll get into at some point, they said they really learned a lot from it. That's so true. Yeah, yeah. And so at one point, you know, during the during the pandemic, I was doing a little closet clean out, and I, I found the steering wheel from the bus. No, you did not. Yeah, I did. I did. I still have it. And so I posted it on my stories, and... I mean, talk about a record. I got to contact Instagram, find out if it was a record. Because the number of responses I got through the roof, people were going crazy and they were like, can I get more of this? And could I get it maybe in podcast form? I said, yes, of course. What a brilliant idea. And how'd you get a hold of that steering wheel, by the way? I wander around the pop pop closet for a couple days looking for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you you recall in in season five, there was a, maybe it went missing. Yeah, so dirty dog. Well, we were on the bubble. I didn't know if we were coming back or not. And so I said, I'll take this just in case. And I did put the props department in a bit of a bind where they had to, they had to redo the whole thing. But, um, but I do have it and, uh, I'm, I'm glad I do because it sparked this. So we heard from the fans. They said they wanted this. I reached out to you and we got going and here we are. We are so happy to be recapping this iconic comedy show for all of you and rewatching it ourselves because first and foremost, I would say we are both fans of the show. Oh, yes, yes. And, and of our own characters in particular, you know, I played Marsha Windy on the show, who was a local politician. You know, each season saw her running for a different local office. Mm-hmm. And what a journey for her. Does she ever win her race? You know, you'll have to have to watch along with us to, to remember and find out. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was so fun for me as someone who was student body president in high school. You tapped into that so much. And I remember, mm-hmm. you know, there'd be times when I couldn't I almost couldn't reach you while we were filming because you were so deep into that into yeah. that mindset again. It was yeah. amazing to watch. I learned oh, so much from watching you. Thank you. Yeah, method gets a bad rap, but uh, for me on this sitcom, it was essential that I do that. And your character, you know, I got to give you props as well because you really played a mother so well. I actually played a mother of one played by two twins. I just had the one daughter, but they're all the, always those two little gals running around set, um, Carrie and, and Samantha. They both felt like my daughters. I think they felt like all of our daughters by the time the show they wrapped. They did. They did. Yeah. 
I think I like uh, Carrie better than Samantha, but that's neither here nor there. Your character was named just for folks who don't remember. Oh, yes, my character, Jackie Fontaine Boucher. Uh, just a local mom riding the bus every day to errands to, you know, to and from home. Um, mm. Just mm. a normal, a normal person, but ultimately, you know, a very profound person as well as we came to find out. Yeah. It's so fun for you to get to play a normal person. Don't always get to do that. But I don't, you know, I don't want to go on and on about my career because we have a special guest introduced today, don't we? Yes. When we were dreaming up who we wanted as our first guest for this illustrious podcast, this person was at the top of our list, and and we snagged her. We're very excited today to be talking about season one, episode one, the pilot episode, which premiered in 2006. And here today to help us do that, we are joined by Diana Bones. Diana. Hello! Diana. Oh, my girls, my girls. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. How long has it been? Look at you. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. You look Absolutely oh, amazing. You look so good. Diana, as the creator of Riding Around, we honestly, we weren't even sure we could get you for this. Because oh, you're so, you, I mean. You two? Come on. I, I, I think some of the best years of my life was waking up, seeing you two smiling faces in the makeup chairs and go, and, and you, do you remember what you'd always say to me? Good, good, morning, good morning, Diana. Morning, Diana. <laughs> but there was something about the way you said it. It just... <laughs> Yeah, it, it, was it was like so our cool thing. You were in thing. the trailer with us too, doing makeup. Not Absolutely. a lot of showrunners will no, take I, that time. And you know, I'm hands on. People say they're hands on, but I am. I'm palms in. <laughs> I was really yeah, palms in. I really were. Were. well because I mean it, because of course it meant so much. The show was so personal to me. The show was right, so personal to me. Right. Well, and I know yes. we're going to get into that now. Of course, the pilot episode is the episode where we meet everyone. Yes. And just for our listeners, so the. The synopsis of this pilot episode, Kelly, would you explain what a pilot is just for the lay person who might be listening? Yes. For anyone who is not in the industry who's listening to this pilot episode, very simple. Just the first episode of television uh, in in a series. It's the one that gets you all the information, the who, what, where of the series. Uh, And sometimes they can be rocky, right? Sometimes you got a great pilot. Sometimes. Mm -hmm. And then you got pilots that aren't very well regarded because they don't do a good job of communicating all the information. Uh, but I got to say, the one that Diana here, you oh, know, come on. Uh, wrote, nice. created. Um, I perfect. Mean, I to, mean, they, they should teach it in, in the classes, no, you know? No. I'm sure they are. I'm sure they, they probably are. are. They probably oh, are. Oh, I don't think they are. I've done a few. I have to say, the writing paled in comparison to what you all brought <laughs> to... No, oh and, I, and I, I mean that. You guys brought that. It would be nothing without you two. And I, the minute I saw both your auditions, it was, it was history. It was, that's when I said, we have a show. I said, we have a show. We have a show. Okay, okay. Well, Diana, you're blowing a little smoke up our asses because, you know, if you'll recall, we were not series regulars from the jump. We weren't. We were just, we were two little guest stars, two people who happened to be riding that bus. You know, in the pilot episode, we meet all 10 passengers who we're going to see throughout the season and the bus driver. Yeah, so why don't I, how about I go ahead and read this TV guide synopsis that we have here. The city of Bristol, Virginia launches its new and improved Crosstown bus service. When word gets out that the first 10 passengers 
visitors get free passes for a year, the town goes wild for public transit. Right. So so Kelly and I were were two of the ten. The ten is how we would often refer to kind of the mm-hmm. gang. Yeah, gang's Ourselves, all here. The yeah. ten's all here. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, um, you know, in that first episode, we were not totally sure of our standing with the show. You know, we knew that we were on for the pilot. And then mm-hmm. when things got picked up, obviously, we, we knew we were on for the first four. But it was it was touch and go whether we would become series regulars or not. Oh, it's so funny to hear that from your mouth, because in my mind, I went, no. The, I, I fought tooth and nail. I said, no, no, these these are not guests. These are family. Park them on the bus. Well, that's really, that's really nice of you. I mean, the thing I remember most about my audition is that I initially went in to play the lead. Yes, yes. And, and you said, guys... Yes. You guys cut me off in the middle and you were like, no, 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 no. This is, this is Almost wrong. Immediately. Almost yeah. immediately. Almost immediately. I don't even remember I the middle. I can't believe that. I, yeah, yeah, no. Because no, yeah. I just remember. You walked in and I said, no, no, right. but, but, right. no but. And I said, right. there's something else here. There's Because I knew there's something else here. There's a spot. There's a spot on the butt. And it's obviously, I mean doesn't have as many lines? No, no, not, not at all. Does it have as much impact? No. Right, did it have as much stage time, plot, development, arcing? No, no, it didn't. But I felt, but it, what it does have is it has a lot of heart. I will say one thing I miss most about you, Diana, is that when, when you could get a sense, you know, we didn't know ultimately what was happening in the writer's room. But when you came on set and you would say, put him on the bus... We would know, okay, we're getting a new cast member and it's going to be someone fabulous. And we we saw so many stars, people who weren't stars then became stars on the show, file Mm -hmm. through the bus that way. And, but it all came back to those words and that, uh, gosh, chills. John Hamm, John Hamm, put him on the bus. Do you remember that? Johnny, who's this guy? (laughs) Who the hell is this handsome man? Who's this handsome man? What the heck is it? No, that's John Hamm. But first Mm -hmm. put him on the bus. But I, I mean, I just, in my head, I thought, well, there's a guy who's riding the bus. I, I would, I mean, but he, he, yeah. he went on to do great things. He, and no, some people say you, you found, you found him. You discovered, no, I don't yeah. see, no. No, I think no. you did, Diana. Wow. I think you did. And Kelly, you, I believe we, we did, we did a very similar thing with your audition. You walked in, you and were going out for the, for the lead as well. I was going out for the lead and one of the most memorable afternoons of my life walking into that casting office, the white walls. And I had Mm -hmm. what can only be described as a full blown panic attack. How did you come out of that panic attack? I mean, to, cause you ultimately booked. So how did we get there? You know what? I, I did the lines as best I remembered Mm -hmm. them and, (laughs) but I did them in sort of a fugue state. And when I came to Diana, I was on the floor on my back and Diana was standing over me and she said, congratulations, you got the job. And you, you know, that's exactly, and it was, it wasn't just moments after. I mean, it was, it was, it was a while after we had to spritz some water on you. And, Mm -hmm. but I said to myself, a mother of one, two twins, she needs to know what it's like to being a mother is stressful. It is scary. It, it, you have to, you have anxiety. You are stressed. You, you want to be on the floor. You, Right. You did that. You brought that. So I said, no, well, she's not the lead. No, I yeah. said, she, look at this. That's a mother of one child, two twins on the show. Yep. And that's where, and that's mm-hmm. what I said. I'm not, I'm not seeing anyone else for that part. I'm not seeing anyone else for that part. Well, one thing I did want to ask you, Diana, is about the idea for mm-hmm. the show. Because I know when I first heard it, I thought, okay, a show on a bus. Now, how's that going to work. I mean, <laughs> you're, not, you're not alone in that. Yeah, so I, I'm I got, no stranger to that question. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious to know your, your sort of process. You know, there's, there's rumors out there that you were, 
you were hit by a bus and that that sparked it. But I, I got to know, is that true? And and talk to us about getting this show made. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of messaging out there about the did you get hit? Did you I did get hit? I did get hit. Yeah, um, I did get hit. Um, I got hit with a bus. Um, sorry, it's, it's no, it's emotional. No, it's emotional. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I did get hit by a bus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's such a good lesson for everyone, actually, because sometimes life goes sideways, and you gotta turn it around. Mm-hmm. And make it into something beautiful, and that's exactly what you did. You Thank got you hit so by this bus, and then you gave life to this show that changed changed my life, changed Kelly's life, and changed all mm-hmm. our fans' lives. I think it's fair to totally. say. I saw no, the sidewalk you. art the other day, and it said, "Take your broken heart and turn it into art." And I think that's Whew. what you did. Oh, we wow! That is that is really lovely because that's that is that is how I see it. I I got hit by the bus. I said, how do I, how do I recover from this? How do I, how do I move on from here? How do, and then, um, sitting down, right. I'm recovering, just bruised as heck. Um, so it was just bruises then there was nothing. <laughs> yeah. The, I will say the bus was, the bus was, it was, um, it was not, it was not moving at a, at a, uh, um, I was the, I was more of the force I would say moving towards the bus. Um, okay. Okay. Well, look, impact is impact. So, no, and, you know. and so that's why some people, right. And people will, no, I hit a bus. I hit a bus and I got a little bit of a bump and a bruise. So I'm sitting home, I'm recovering, turn on mm-hmm. my TV. I see a movie and uh, the, the people are on a plane on the movie, right? They're on, they're on a plane. They're flying. Mm, I go, I go, right. Why, 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 why are we in, why are there so many planes? Mm-hmm. Right? Have you ever thought about that? Why so many movies and TV shows? So many so planes. So many. I mean, God. Where's the bus? There's a movie called Airplane. Literally Airplane. called Airplane. There's, there's a movie <laughs> called Airplane. Thank you. I call my friend, Chewy. You guys know Chewy? You remember Chewy? Yes. Of yes. Master Sen, of course. Yeah. I said to Chewy, Chewy, I had a crazy idea. Airplane? What about a bus? He goes, yeah. Yeah. Chewy comes over, and that son of a bitch, he came over on a bus and I'm laughing. I'm dying laughing. Uh, he's got me in stitches because I see him rolling up on a bus. He always he, pushed it right to the he, limit, Chewie. He did. He did. Um, may he rest in peace. <laughs> but Chewie came over on a bus. And of course, I said, come on in. He said, no, you come in. I said, stop. Because I didn't have quite the idea yet. I just thought, let's see a little bit more of a bus on a show. Right. That's kind of where I had, which yeah. was, a, a, it was something. But sure. When Chewy, he looked me dead in the eyes and he mm-hmm. said, no, you come on, you come on this bus. And I said, wait a minute. Mm. Right, this could be something. What if people gather, instead of buses taking you somewhere, what if the, you were being taken by the, the bus? bus? What if the bus was the actual experience? And so we just start spitballing. We're going, maybe there's a bus driver who's funny. Of course, enter Gus. And by the way, sorry, are you in touch? Are you in touch with Gus? Because we, we're trying to get him on the show. And oh. and he's not, you know, haven't heard back. Busy guy. Gus is Gus is a busy guy, isn't he? Gus is a busy guy. Yeah, um, yeah. So are, have you guys? Because I know you've worked on a couple of things with Gus since. Yes, I have. I'm not he because of all the privacy issues with his. Uh, I'm not sure if I'd be able to. If I'd be able to okay, no. But I'll definitely. I'll I'll put in a. I'll ping. I'll ping him. I'll it's just a you. ping. Yeah. 
Yeah, just a ping would be so helpful. Yeah, because yeah. I think the number I have isn't isn't any good anymore. Yeah, my I texts are going green for him. I have okay. noticed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My maybe, look, may, look, maybe he's an android now. Like I, you know, we never know. We God never willing. Know. Okay, so you you get the idea for the funny bus driver, and I mean, couldn't imagine a better character <laughs> to be honest. I see it now. Why when I auditioned for that, you guys were like. No, because we right. were open. Yeah, we were open, but for female male, we were we weren't quite. Which sure was at so the time. cool because at the time, you know, you're always seeing these heavily gendered casting heavily. notices go out. Yeah, and this one was we don't care. Send yeah. your best. But yeah, Gus came in, and then we just started jib jabbing, chap chapping about what's who's coming down the bus, who's stopping, where is there a fee? That how much money does it? You know. And then it all wow, and then the rest was was history. So I guess at what point did you know what a special idea you had on your hands? Did you know right away that it was a hit? You never do. You never do, right? You never. You hope. You hope it's all a hit. You hope everything you do is a hit. But of course, I had the Couch Fest, <laughs> and I thought Couch, couch Fest, Fest was gonna. I thought Couch Fest was. Whew, I thought that was gonna be my. I um, I loved Couch Fest. I mean, did? that's why I told oh. my people anything Diana Bones does, I want to audition for, and that's how that's how I even found myself in the place to audition for right? riding around. Yeah, because I was just such a huge couch head. Like that show, honestly, I think it's it's a comedy nerds show, right? Like Thank we you. Yes. all the got average it. watcher is not gonna, you know, it's not playing that Midwest audience that is so right. huge. It was so huge in the Nielsen days, on the coasts, the comedy heads. They were also couch heads. I appreciate that. They I appreciate were. that. They were. And, and that should have yeah. gotten the run that riding around did. I just want to say, finally, people caught on to the genius that is Diana Bones. And, and here we are now. When you're pitching around, are, you know, are people like, I don't know, this looks like another couch fest. Is it, door you know, slammed. like. Door slam. Mullen, I had no door slammed in my I face. My, my nose hurt. Yeah. <laughs> and then I met Roger. <laughs> Roger at NBC. At NBC. I was so nervous that day because it was one of the last ones. It was one of the last pitches. Chewie was pumping me up. He said, go get him. And he looked and he said, hey, what's your name? I said, Diana Bones. He said, say that again. I said, I'm Diana Bones. He said, there it is. Go in there with that attitude. I have goosebumps. Small adjustment. <laughs> yeah. Small adjustment, right? Yeah. But and you all know as actors, of course, you, you say that one more time. But with a gumption. And then you mm-hmm. go, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, yep. Um, which, by the way, by the way, Malin, mm-hmm. when your character, the th- I, I want to say it was the third season, when she lost the treasure, she was going out to be the mayor's uh, treasure. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Your speech that you gave. No, I show I that. Guess. I show that to my girls you before this beginning of every school year. Yeah, I show that Dude. to my girls. Yep. Oh my gosh. Oh yep. My the Marsha Windy speech. Yep. Season three, when she loses the mayor's treasurer election, I say. <laughs> Girls, this is, these are life lessons, and you got to soak they them in. Are, and okay. and so much of that you you brought to that because that was pre, you you brought so much to that because the script was, you know, I didn't, you know, I the writer and I, of course. Uh, no, you, I know you guys. You guys were were butting heads, but I by that point, and we don't have to talk about your exit from the show, but. Um, I do want to say thank you for those kind words about about my my speech in that. For that, I was really pulling on not my high school elections because I did mostly win those, but I was pulling back on a seventh grade. Uh-huh. I ran for secretary of my class. I had no idea, and I did not win. And Get out of here. yeah, and it was it was so confusing because I I was well liked in the grade. Yeah. I had a lot of friends, and I yeah. really thought I had it in the bag. Yeah, and when I found out I didn't. I went out to the playground, you know, um, 
I stood under the basketball hoop and I gave a speech to my classmates. And I got to say, when I found myself years later, decades later, on the bus, having to give a very similar speech, I kind of, I knew exactly what to do. How do you like that? Well, you know, people might remember that our first, you know, few episodes, they weren't really finding their audience. We knew what we had, you know, we knew we had a hit on our hands, but the audience wasn't totally coming to it just yet. We really had to find our footing. And I want to applaud you, Diana, for never, you know, never failing us, never letting us down. You were always there. You were in the hair and makeup trailers with us. You were in Mm -hmm. all the fittings with us. You, you were coming to my house in the evening sometimes making sure I was learning those lines. And I think, I think that is what made the difference. You know, that's, that's why we wound up being the show that we are. Yeah. Thank you. It was like having a boxing coach in your corner and, and the corner was, yeah, your house, your dressing room, your makeup chair, your car sometimes on the way to set. It was everything. It was, what did I, you yeah. were everywhere. Yes. And what I always said, I said, guys, hey, hey, with me, we don't have boundaries. I would say that. We don't mm-hmm. have. And now today everyone goes, well, oh, that's right. Of no, course. Of no, course you can't that, do that anymore. No. Yeah. Right. No, the goalposts yeah. have shifted so completely as to make it the industry unrecognizable to me. But. Same, same. And of course, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, Then, you know, cancel me, but I miss. I miss the olden days. Yeah, okay. I miss the olden days when a a showrunner could could be that, you know, I don't want to say in your face, but could be, you know, could be there in it with you. No, I miss it. I miss leaving set, going to my Camry and finding (laughs) my showrunner inside it, okay? I liked when that would happen because it kept me on my toes a bit. It kept me kind of aware that like, this is a serious job and you need to be ready at all times. I loved that. Yep. Absolutely. And that was my big thing. It's, I don't want people to, I, I, we haven't found our audience yet. We had to stay in that moment. We had to stay on top of it. So any little hiccup was gonna, we, you know, we didn't have, it was going to cost us and costing us at that point meant I was not financially in a spot where I could afford to lose that. Oh, you don't say. Okay. Yeah. So talk about this in the trajectory of your career. You did Couch Fest and did you have anything else before? Did you sell anything else before riding around? I I, I did not. I did not. Couch Fest left a bit of a stain on my, um, on my resume. I was because of all the, uh, there was, uh, and I, and I can, I'm not, you know, I can look back and say there were errors that I made there. There were errors on Couch Fest. It was marketed, of course, to a younger audience, had some themes that were not uh, suitable for a younger audience. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. the money mm-hmm. the money was in the younger audience. So it, it I was... I will say, I, my girls watch Couch, Couch Fest and, you know, they're both pretty young, but... I think it's it depends on the maturity of the child involved. I think so for for watching. And the show. now there's the disclaimer. So and the, the so right right we're in a post disclaimer kind of universe now, which you know I can I could take it or leave it, but it is what it is. And when Couch Fest was airing, we didn't have that, so people would tune in and they'd be shocked. You know, they'd be right. surprised. And so so I'm sure when you were taking meetings, you were getting a lot of like, oh boy, here we go, it's Diana Bones again. You know, uh, like what's she what's she bringing us? Right, right. And all the jokes, I'd walk in, uh, and I uh, don't worry, <laughs> I won't sit on that. <laughs> right, <laughs> I'd see a couch, and you had to kind of take the yeah, you had to kind of do that because there was a lot of yeah. Um, mm-hmm, but then it's mm-hmm. so interesting to me, and it's just a testament to your versatility, Diana, that you pivoted from a show as boundary pushing as couch fest yes 
and you pivot into wholesome. Wholesome. We're talking the purest of pure hearted, you know, classic Thursday night sitcom mm-hmm. with four, riding four around. quadrant, you know, something for everybody. The whole yes. family can sit down and, and enjoy riding around. I think that I had no choice. I had no choice. Couchfest was, um, I knew if I did that again, that I'd be in trouble. So I almost pivoted fully in the opposite direction. So what's, what's the least sexy item in a way? bus, right? You can't do the mm-hmm. stuff you were doing on Couchfest on a bus. You could and I have, but it's not as it's not well, as common. Well, I, I don't know if you remember this. We did play around a little bit with um, with the way that we were sitting on the bus, mm-hmm. if you'll recall. Mm-hmm. And and I, I do think, you know, S&P had some had some feedback on that oh, and they, they did ask <laughs> when us. don't they? You know. Right, of course, of what? course. But, the, you know, just the way that I guess a couple of a uh, the characters were sitting was considered a bit lewd and it was either lose it or we black box it, you know? So, so we ended up changing it and we just ended up sitting normally on the bus, no straddling to be seen or heard mm-hmm. of. But I think, you know, that was a little bit of the couch fest peeking through. Um, mm-hmm. I think so. And I was trying to do some nods to my earlier work and then it just sort of started finding its way. I mean, and I credit a lot of that Cal to your charming daughter on that show who, uh, Hey, are we there yet? I mean, when, <laughs> when she said, Hey, are we there? Yeah. <laughs> right. And I, I, mean, I hear, I walk down the street, man, and I see kids. Hey, are we there yet? Everyone's always saying that. So yeah, I think, you know, I saw mm-hmm. it on a t-shirt not no, too long ago. Stop. No, oh I've got serious. to get one. I got to get one. I'll, I'll, I'll look around the internet. I think that Kelly, you really, and your nurturing qualities with your daughter and all of the, I, I think that that started shaping it going, let's go in that. Let's follow that. Let's follow mm-hmm. that. And again, oh. I know you are not the lead, but I still think even in the background, seeing you holding the, seeing you holding your daughter while yeah. the stuff's happening up front, that's, that's special. That's texture, right? That's right. the stuff. And so special too, to see my daughter grow up, you know, over the course of the series, we, we saw her blossom into a, you know, very self, uh, self-possessed, a strong young woman. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it was, t- it was tough, you know, when we had to say when we had to pick a twin right when when well at a certain point they just start looking different they start looking different and yeah one stronger than the other and that was yeah yeah and girls if you're listening i think you're both so 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 talented if you are listening we're so Um, lucky to have both of you yeah it's just you know people become different actors you know the way kelly and i are different actors both talented but different and that's all it is i'm sure we'll have them on to kind of Talk through what that must have felt like. Yes. Of course, yeah. I can't imagine and I, I, the, the ripple effect that must have had in the home. But, um, but mm-hmm. you have to do something. Sometimes you have to make calls that are tough for, uh, for the sake of the show. That was always the battle. The show or me, right? And that's when I had to um, right. recuse myself from, from the show when it became yes. all of the... Oh, the hazamatis, as we say in Greek. All the, all the hazamatis happening... In my personal life, um, right, and you did then yourself take a, a sort of a long sojourn in Greece, did you not? To sort of detox from the show, and it was and, a little uh, bit of a detox. It was a little more. That was one of the only places that I was sort of uh, accepting me at the time. 
Right, okay. because you're, you had, okay. Uh, it, was, it was tough at that time to walk around in public without people. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a big city, but it's a small town. It is. And that's that's what the makeover is, right? That's you. That's why I look so different. I was, was going to say, your hair is so much longer than I yes. remember it being when you first did the show. Blonde and crew that's, cut. Blonde crew cut. That's how I came in. And just another, you know, sort of full circle moment is you going to Greece is what inspired your next project, which honestly, even bigger than writing around, I, you could probably say. Well, but, uh, all thanks to Gus. All thanks to Gus on that. Yeah, we, we, we were not a part of that one, but it was so cool no. to see a couple members of the writing round family go on and find success in another project together. That was that was really exciting. Oh, totally. Yeah, a really special viewing experience from home. Absolutely. Totally. And you gals know I'm, you, uh, I'm never not pitching you guys in a room. Never. Oh. It's just, you get a, you, you get to a certain point, and there's networks, and there's all the money, and all that stuff. That's, I know, I know. But, well, um, it's it's a capitalism, I guess. Right, right. We did love your, I loved your auditions. I mean, I loved your auditions. And oh, I know I don't you. always, like, read as Greek on camera, so like, I get it. I, I'm not sure I was right for the part, you know? I, right, and, yeah, yeah. You, you know, uh, that's sometimes what it comes down to is really just something as small as that. Um, mm-hmm. for, in your case, it wasn't it wasn't quite that, um, but... Oh, okay. yeah, no, I, since that's the feedback I got from my from my reps, I'm... Yes. They don't always give you the honest truth. Yeah, yeah. So wait, I'm so, so since we have you here, I'm just so curious to hear what, um, what it actually was. Well, you know, the, the reason, cause, cause yeah, they kept saying, ah, oh, Molly, you're just not Greek. You just don't have the look, you know, yeah. you're so pale skinned. You just don't have the Greek look. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know, I, I, yeah. And, um, obviously we ended up going, um, Blake Lively, I think it was. I think yeah. that was it. I think that was it. I also, was cause I, cause I, I did remember it was a blonde woman. And so I, I did think, I was like, that's so funny. Like she's, she's a, she's notoriously kind of a blonde lady. Right, right, right. And not that, not that the Greeks can't be blonde. Um, but I just, I just thought that was funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, uh, again, I, 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 uh, off the record, um, I think there was some stuff with Gus. I think there was some stuff with Gus feeling a little bigger than his britches, feeling like oh. he, wanted, he wanted to, you know, have, um, he wanted to, he, well, he's always had know. a bit of that in him and, you know, God love him. That's why we. He was yeah. the star, and he's always had that. Why he drove the bus, but he does, ha- he has to be the one who shines, I think. Yes. And Malin, with mm-hmm. you around, there's no guarantee he was going to be the shiner. Uh, and oh, I think you so are so bright. You're so I think sweet. that's really, I think that's really it. Um, you're so sweet. To do um, Grecian gore after mm-hmm. Couchfest, it really felt, and, and of course, riding around, that's what mm-hmm. won me the approval back. Because I did a lot of self-referential stuff in there yeah. about my own life and feeling uh, upset about what what had happened and all that channeled mm-hmm. through Blake, through Miss Lively. Um, that then I was welcomed back to riding around. I caught you both right at, we were back, what was that, season, or say, 5.5, right in the middle there. I guess. Yes, yeah. when we had the split, that was the one where we split. Came yes, around Thanksgiving. The, the part came one out. came out, mm-hmm. yeah, and then part two. You both welcomed me back with such, I'm going to get emotional, but really, that meant a lot to me. You both really, you welcomed me back right into that Camry, right into that hair and makeup yeah. chair. No, like, I remember when we were, we were wrapping the first half. And just not feeling great about it, you know, like uh, no disrespect to the showrunner who came in and, you know, obviously they had a job to do. They did it, Uh, but it wasn't feeling the same. And I so something was missing. Finish that half a season feeling kind of I go out to my Camry and something's in my backseat. I just knew in that instant. Yeah, that was Diana. 
she's back. So to to have you back really did make that last, you know, two seasons and a half really. It just finished the experience in a beautiful way for me. And I'm so um, glad. I think the show finished stronger because of that. So next up, we're going to hear from you, the listeners, the fans of Riding Around. You know, we know from our social media how much of a hunger there is for more info, more behind-the-scenes stories from this show. And we've set up an email address where you all can send any questions you might have. That address is ridingaroundpod at gmail.com. So send them on in. And to kick it off today, our very first listener question comes from superfan Beverly B. Let's hear it. Hey, y'all. This is Beverly Beavers, and I am calling from Tacoma, Washington. And first off, I just want to thank y'all for having this podcast. I'm a huge fan of the show. And second, will someone finally shed light on the Tammy Hawkins curse? Okay, I guess we're going there. <laughs> we're going there. First question, Tammy Hawkins yeah. first. Episode one, we're already getting the curse question. Um, so I guess Tammy Hawkins, of course, as the first um, guest star, this is the first person who was going to be not one of the ten, but who would be coming on the bus and leaving the bus, which mm-hmm. we called a, a commuter in our lingo, if you remember. Mm-hmm. 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 Commuter so for the cute. day. Yeah, I never, I never liked saying guest star, commuter. Um, <laughs> this was, wait, so we, remind me. My mm-hmm. and so I'm a little rusty because I have decided I'm going to rewatch the show truly as we recap it. Oh, and right? Tammy Hawkins didn't come back until later. So Tammy Hawkins came in season two. She was our for after we got renewed for a second season. Finally, mm-hmm. you know the network gave us a little bit of gave us something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you thought casting Tammy Hawkins was going to give us a little bit of a bump, and then she came in and the amount of just spooky, crazy things that happened on set the first day. Yeah. That she touched down. It was bizarre. It was bizarre. And now I know, you know, Tammy's reputation precedes her. So we did, you had to know when you cast her, right? That we were running the risk of bringing some, some spookiness to set. I'm just curious the thought process there. Well, she's just so good, right? She's, and that's why she still works because Tammy Hawkins is, she's freaking, she's got it. She's got it. And as a love interest for Gus, you go, you want someone who's got it. You want, you start a trailer with Tammy Hawkins is coming and there's some will they, won't they with Gus. That Mm -hmm. is guaranteed people tuning in. And I knew that. I knew that. I knew that's eyeballs. I knew that's numbers. What I did not know was how real the spooky stuff would be. I had to do it. I I had to, remember I brought in the priest Mm -hmm. to Uh do it. Because I thought we need to exercise the demon that has entered on this bus. Absolutely. Do you remember the, the sh- there were some shaking of the seats? Yes, the seats were rattling. I had a nosebleed for five or six hours. And of course, you remember the sheets were the the seats were shaking. All of a sudden, I'm on the horn with the network going, what did we tell you about Couch Fest? Mm-hmm. These cannot be vibrating <laughs> seats. I said, that's not what this, it's different. That's not what this is. So I, I was right. getting They some, thought you were trying to sneak in another, you know, sort of Sibian type. One of your sexual things. Exactly, because it was season two. So they thought, oh, she's got the thing. Now she's trying to go uh, back she, to her ways. I said, she feels safe. I gave her an inch. She's taking a mile. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And so mm-hmm. I had to, I, I'm going, no, no, no. And they're going, what is it? I have to say, it's a ghost. I sound freaking crazy. But it's and once I said Tammy, mm. they go, oh, uh, yeah, oh, it's Tammy. So once the priest came, I felt things got a little bit back to normal. Um, but 
the curse is real, folks. The curse is real. Absolutely. The, I mean, what the, was it? Yeah. Three three of us broke our legs? Three, three, right? I think it was yeah. three. Yeah, it was me. It was you? it was one of the twins. Kel, do you remember? What, um, I don't know. Samantha, I think. Was, Samantha I think was, was off Samantha. that day. She was off that day. Yeah. But still broke her leg. Still broke her leg. Um, well, she was there, but she was off. Well, you know, she right. was one who was sitting. Yeah, yeah. And then right. our DP. So DP. Uh, we're, we got a DP hobbling Excellent around. Excellent DP, huh? Oh, he's oh. the best. He's the best. Mike, yeah. he was great. He was so solid. and But yeah, he broke his leg. He was hobbling, mm-hmm. holding, holding. He, yeah, mm-hmm. and he was still, he, he was, he wanted to do the jib still. I go, take the, you can't I be know. doing a jib on one leg. And no. he's going, yes, I can. <laughs> so he's jibbing on one leg. On, and that guy was down for anything. Mike is, if you have the chance to work with Mike Gain, Gain, Gain. Gainesville. Gainesville. As Florida, right? Florida mm-hmm. Mike, we call them sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Florida Mike, Gainesville, Mike you got to. Because he, mm-hmm. yeah, he brought so much to a, to a sitcom. I mean, where Mike, young. if you're listening, we love you. We miss we you. We love you. We love you. <laughs> and didn't rest that leg. <laughs> <laughs> Stay off that leg. Stay off of it. Yeah, I know for mine, it's like when there's storms coming, I sometimes still feel it. We, you guys did successfully kind of right around my leg, which I appreciated, you know, we, we found ways to keep the leg out of the shot and, uh, we could have, you know, I had some ideas about, you know, maybe promoting kind of just awareness around broken legs that didn't end up, you know, getting into the script. I, I know I stopped by the writer's room just to be like, Hey, we gotta, we gotta let people know about this. Well, but yeah. we're actors, you know, uh, we, no, all that. we have, you know, strict rules about who I does know. what, yeah. and the, especially know, when you're doing an NBC sitcom. The yes. lines are drawn so clearly. You can't. Oh, so clearly. Yeah. 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 Which was, of course, why when I would slip in the camera, get in the hair and makeup, that always caused trouble because they're going, you can't do that. I'm going, but that's, it's different yeah. because I'm, yeah. I come from a different, yeah, a different time. But yeah, the Curse of Tammy, I, I think eventually lifted. Um, and I don't regret it. And I, again, apologies, mm-hmm. Mal, and I know you, you, you still have that residual it sounds like arthritis it sounds like you have an arthritic leg yeah mris aren't showing anything but i do i do <laughs> feel it right yeah and so and there it is that's the curse lives on but tammy continues to get work uh because she sure well, she's is a star. good she's she that freaking she good. is good charming as hell i gotta give it up yeah maybe she, we should try to re- i don't know if we have her on the podcast though what mm. curse will befall right <laughs> on the podcast exactly yeah i would screw down your tables and, and your <laughs> and your your paintings you don't Indeed. want those falling off hitting you in the head no. getting a concussion Ugh. well diana this has been an absolute joy the joy has been mine the joy has been mine both today and throughout the years i really thank you all i mm. thank you both and and your families and you were there for me and and the ups and the downs. So thank you. Oh, thank you for changing our lives, setting our careers on, on a course we could never have designed ourselves. We are just forever grateful for your genius. Forever grateful. Truly, truly. Do you have anything that you would like to plug here on our, our humble before little I'd like podcast? To plug, before I'd like to plug, I'd just like to say thank you. Thank me. I say thank you for coming on the bus. Right. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna Thank cry. you. Oh, no. this, is gonna make me cry. <laughs> this is reminding me of those season wrap speeches yep. that we got. Yep. 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 Mm. Thank you for coming on that bus. Because, um, yep, you could have just, yeah, it required you, you taking that the step. the car. 
You could have taken the car. You could have taken the train, the plane, but you chose the bus, and for that, I'm forever grateful. But you all know that. I've said that a million times before. Uh, It never gets old, though. Broken record. Mm -hmm. So I don't have anything to plug for me because I am having a bit of trouble still getting the next next one off the ground. Um, But I... There's this gal, Alyssa in Paris. You guys heard of her? Oh, yes. Name rings a bell. Yeah, yeah. She's got a special coming out on Peacock. Get out. Called No Bad Days. Peacock, No Bad Days, and that'll be out on August 12th. So... Look out for that. You can also watch her on uh, Flatbush Misdemeanors. That's on Showtime. She plays Sydney on that show this this season in its second season. So you should go check that out. Very cool. We will be checking it out. And we hope all of you at home listening along with us will check it out as well. Well, I th- I can't thank you enough. And I guess I as it approaches the end, I'll have to say, uh, are we there yet? <laughs> are we there yet? <laughs> oh. Say hi to the girls for me. Um, will do. Mullen, all the best with your leg. <laughs> thank um, you. <laughs> so much to all of our listeners and thank you also to kelsey bailey who made our logo and to john Purcell for our theme music and for editing the show you can follow us at riding around pod on twitter and instagram and also send your thoughts and questions to riding pod at gmail.com please subscribe rate us review us anywhere you find your podcast please come back and join us next week we'll be discussing episode two with another very special guest you won't want to miss see you then